What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. You know, we had a kind of an odd security warning come out yesterday, Christina. Well, you know, we had Terry Sladek in studio yesterday with us, and we were talking about Russia and Ukraine and uh, Israel and Hamas, right? And I said during one of the breaks, you know, there's this story coming down, and I'm I'm trying to figure out what the heck this story is about. And I was seeing headlines to the effect of, you know, um, White House to brief lawmakers on serious national security threat related to Russia. But I had no clue what that serious national security threat was, right? And I thought, well, this is kind of weird and strange, the timing of this. What's, what's going on here? Come to find out the serious national security threat is basically a space-based nuclear weapon. To take out satellites, which sounds scary, if you yeah. ask me. And this is something Russia, they say Russia is trying to develop this. When they say it's a national security threat, it sounds like it's imminent, but it's not. It's not operational. They're, they say this threat says that Russia is trying to develop this. Okay. Correct. So they haven't got it developed yet. And the yet. weapon isn't yet operational. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, that's that's a security threat. But then they had to come back without explaining what we're explaining now. They came back, but but don't don't lose any sleep. It's not something that's going to happen over the weekend or something. So there's a lot of comments like that that made it sound very serious. But at the same time, don't worry about it. And then we come to find out. Well, don't worry because it's not operational yet. But it is serious. What's interesting about this is this uh, this was released by a a Republican congressman who was talking about this security threat statement that he had seen, and he wants the the Biden administration to give us more information about this. And he's very pro-Ukraine. So it makes it look to me like he is trying to put a little pressure on voting for this funding, because this is the timing of all this. So is that what it looks like to you? That's kind of what yeah. it looks like to me, because, yeah. the, you know, yesterday the discussion was— about this funding 
right? We want to send Ukraine more money. And the t- the discussion became, you know, why is it that we need a ceasefire in Israel with Hamas, but we're not, you know, um, supposedly uh, Putin in Russia has asked for a ceasefire here and he's willing to negotiate on this. And the United States says they're not willing to negotiate on this and we want to fund Ukraine more. So why why is ceasefire talk okay for one, but not for the other? And then all of a sudden this comes out and this is, dire right now. And this is coming from a guy who has supported every single bill for funding for Ukraine. And you think to yourself, well, isn't this has got to be about that. Seems like, seems like Just, he's, he's throwing this into the mix. Like, uh, you know, they, they keep saying we've got to stop Russia, right? And Ukraine is doing the fighting. So we should fund them, let them do the fighting. And we've got to stop Russia and now they throw this, in, and now they're trying to develop a satellite nuclear weapon, which is sounds very scary, I will admit. Uh, but it's just odd timing that I guess this uh, security threat is something he had come to, but it hadn't been released to the public. So he announced it yesterday. But then they had to come back and say, but, 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 right? Well, and then why is the Biden White House trying to downplay this if truly the goal is to, you know, urgency for Ukraine. Yeah. Um, so National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan asked about this during the White House press briefing yesterday, and this is what he had to say. Congressman Mike Turner issued a statement saying that President Biden should declassify intelligence related to a, quote, <laughs> serious national security threat. Um, what can you say about the threat? in what the administration plans to do. So first, I reached out uh, earlier this week to the Gang of Eight uh, to offer myself for a, up for a personal briefing to the Gang of Eight. And in fact, we scheduled a briefing for the four House members of the Gang of Eight tomorrow. Uh, that's been on the books. So I am a bit surprised that Congressman Turner came out publicly today in advance of a meeting on the books for me to go sit with him alongside our intelligence and defense professionals tomorrow. That's his choice to do that. All I can tell you is that I'm focused on going to see him, sit with him, as well as the other House members of the Gang of Eight tomorrow. And I'm not in a position to say anything further from this podium at this time, other than to make the broad point that this administration has gone further Uh, and in more creative, more strategic ways, dealt with the declassification of intelligence in the national interest of the United States than any administration in history. Uh, So you you definitely are not going to find an unwillingness to do that when it's in our national security interest to do so. Okay, I don't know what that last part means other than they've been more creative about releasing that information. That's interesting, huh? Well, creative. Now, this... um got a response from Russia, the yes, Kremlin. Yes, it did. So they say this is a trick to to just encourage the funding, right, to get people to vote for the funding. And they, they deny that there's all this stuff going on. Um, I, I don't doubt that they're trying to develop something like this. It's kind of funny when you think about this topic. I think back to Ronald Reagan. You know, he had this idea of strategic defense initiative, which was this space thing that we could – we could knock down nuclear weapons. This is during the Cold War, before the fall and all this stuff. And so he was saying we could knock down these nuclear weapons before they got here by having kind of this dome over us. This is kind of what Israel uses now to knock down stuff coming from Hamas. Correct. So it's good technology. 
Uh, but he, you know, uh, Reagan was called a space cowboy, and you know, re- he was ridiculed for this. He was at made the time. fun of. Yeah, and remember, uh, Trump just uh, a few years ago came up with uh, the Space Corps. Same kind of thing. He wanted to develop some kind of space technology that because other people are going to do it, and we should do that. You know, now the Obama administration, he he said he was not interested. He didn't want to militarize space. Now that sounds very good. Except if other people are doing it and well, you're not doing it, then what? Then what? Exactly. Yeah. And it said, you know, this story says it's Russia and China kind of in in relationship with each other that are working on this kind of stuff. And so if they're able to take out our satellites in space, think about what satellites do for us as a nation. We have Wi-Fi through satellites, internet service, communication systems. You know, I just think back to 9-11 alone. And on 9-11, the communications towers for New York City, those cell phone towers were at the top of what, John? Twin towers. The twin towers, the World Trade Center. So when those buildings fell, I experienced it firsthand. The ability to be able to get communication out of the city was nearly impossible. Because we... You know, if if I hadn't have gotten a phone call before the towers fell that told from my mother telling me when those towers fall, we're not going to be able to talk for a while. Yeah. Right. Think about stuff like that. It's very dangerous. Well, you know, we've the heard possibility for years. of this well, is very dangerous. We've heard for years that people are trying to hack into all kinds of public utility things Correct. to be able to knock things out. I assume that kind of thing is going on all the time. This is and like we need a very, to be you know vigilant yeah, about this. This is a very much higher level where they would not instead of like hacking into your public water system, they've got a satellite with a nuclear weapon on it I that mean, can knock stuff holy out. Holy right? moly! Right now, the White House, you know, a part of this Jake Sullivan statement said the matter is serious, but there are ways to contain the threat without triggering mass panic. So. The White House is kind of trying to tamp this down because the Republican lawmaker had come out with this, and it made it sound like very it was very serious. There's this, you know, very serious situation going on. He wanted the White House to release more information, and it sounds to he, although he's a Republican, he's very pro-Ukraine funding. Sounded to me like he was trying to interject that into the funding debate. That's what it looked like to me, uh, because he's going, you know, if you're not, that's what Joe Biden said. If you're not fighting Russia. You know, you're just, uh, you're anti-American. Well, I'm not pro-Russia, but uh, we want to know more details about your plan. We're not not just going to throw $95 billion at it with no plan. But if you ask that question, uh, according to Joe Biden, you're un-American. And now they throw this in, look what Russia's doing. But, you know, you go back to these other, this whole space thing has been going on for decades, starting with Reagan Every time it comes up, Democrats poo-poo it, including Obama. I think we have an Obama statement. We do. Where he's talking about the fact. Systems. I will not weaponize space. I will slow our development of future combat systems. See, you know, that's, that's all fine. Sounds good. Who wants to weaponize space? Well, I don't. But what if somebody else does? Well, think about this. You know, space exploration right now isn't a private. It's more um, a private entity doing it than the um the government doing it and so it's it's almost as if 
You know, Donald Trump was the first to say, I, we do need to protect ourselves from space. That's why Space Force came about. And he, right? was, and he was criticized. And he was criticized. Left. He was made fun of it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's almost like something out of a movie. Space Force. Yeah. Right? Um, but he saw something that other, these other countries are clear, clearly think this is the future. And yet the United States doesn't seem to have any interest in it. So we're letting the Elon Musks of the world, we're letting the Richard Bransons of the world uh, explore space themselves in their own private entities. But our military, which that's what Space Force is, it's a branch of the military now and of government for protection purposes. Um, the Democrats make fun of this. What this says to me is, is I don't need money and funding for Ukraine. What I need to start looking at is people that are taking what's happening outside our atmosphere more seriously. Because clearly Russia and China think that that is the new frontier. Yeah, and fortunately, uh, Donald Trump, although ridiculed for Space Force, uh, got it enacted. It's there. And working on stuff like this, despite the left claiming that Reagan and Trump are like space cowboys. Yeah. And uh, just there are a couple of Wyatt Earps out there just looking for some target practice. No, you just if if somebody's going to do it in space, we need to be in space too. Well, right? uh, it, so as far as Ukraine goes, let's take that money and invest it more towards this because that's where the threat really yeah. is for this country and for other countries around the world too. Yeah, this adds another dimension to that debate. You know, um, like I say, I think most Americans are sympathetic to Ukraine's plight. I think most Americans would like to help them. But when Joe Biden frames it as you're either American or Trump, which I guess he's basically saying is un-American, it's just a binary choice. And he doesn't have to then say anything like what our goals are. What, what do we consider victory? How do we win? How much more money is this going to take? How many more years? Uh, Joe Biden never answers those questions. That's why I'd like to see that debate somewhere where we can ask those questions. You know, Joe Biden, when he answers questions, he's, he's under the helicopter right? There's noise everywhere. He doesn't ever go in somewhere. Let's hash this out and see where we're trying to go here. Because like you say, this sounds a little more serious. And what are we going to do about that? Well, and you know, you think about this too, the idea of, and this is what this president doesn't want to talk about is the strength of America. Who does the strength of America really benefit? And not only does it benefit America, but it benefits all those other countries around the world. For instance, the ones that we talked about yesterday that don't pay their NATO dues. All those countries, the strength of America matters for those countries too, because they're not paying their NATO dues, right? They want American protection. Trump says, you've got to pay your dues if you want American protection. Other countries around the world rely on the strength of America for their own protection as well and well-being. And so if we are not strong in all, on all fronts, I guess now, including space, which I'd never thought about before the last 24 hours, but if we're not str strong on all fronts, that puts a lot of countries around the world at risk. Yeah, you don't want to be behind Russia and China when it comes to space no way. military ability. No way. We're talking about Russia's pursuit of a space-based nuclear weapon and national security concerns. Let's head to the phones at 490-5858. Nancy, you're on KMJ. 
Good morning. I'm, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I, when I heard this on the news last night, I got really uh, um, affected because I just finished reading a book by William Fortune. It's One Second After, and it explains in this book what happens to the United States when all the electric, electric satellites are wiped out and we have no electricity for years. Well, that's kind it's of It's a very about. scary thought. Yeah. Yes, and so this is exactly what came to my mind when I heard that on the news because it's not a it's an atomic bomb that sets up goes off above the atmosphere and affects the electromagnetic pulse. Yeah. Um similar, you know, this is about kind of knocking out satellites up in space, I guess. Uh it's a, you know, it's a weapon of war. I don't know that um you know, I hope that they just wouldn't use it. But if, if it came, you know, it's like we talked about Ukraine. Would, would Putin use a nuclear weapon in Ukraine? Seems like he just right. kind of brought that up to scare us so we wouldn't give them too much. And it worked. Right. So that's why you have these weapons is so you can scare the hell out of That's also, why North Korea wanted one. It also right? tells me that if we're not doing something up in space, we should be doing something well, up in space. Let's well, I say, you know, Obama said, I'm not going to militarize space. You know, they laughed at Reagan. But somebody They is. laughed at Trump. Obama said, I don't want to militarize it. And that sounds nice. It's a nice soundbite. You know, he said he was going to try to denuclear the world and get rid of nuclear weapons. Well, that's nice. You know, I wish we could do that. But can you do it? Are other countries going to do that? More countries are trying to get nuclear weapons because they know if they can get them, they are taken more seriously. Exactly. You know, it's just the way it works. So it's uh, it, it it is scary to think about this, and you can't just sit there and go, "I'm not going to militarize space," because somebody, if somebody else is, you better be ahead of them and have an ability to knock them out before they knock you out. Well, clearly, Russia and China are thinking about uh, you know thinking about it, and the possibility of it is something that's very scary. So if we are not. Um, we are sitting ducks just waiting for something to happen to us. And um, so, you know, when it comes to uh, national security in this country, we've got our southern border, which is wide open. And now we're learning that we're unprotected from space. So, uh, you know, what a scary thought this is. Yeah. Well, what we haven't heard is like, what has the Space Force been doing that Trump set up? And uh, maybe there's a response to come to this. But we know that, you know, Russia and China are going to try to do these things. And uh, we've heard about all these uh, possible Internet attacks on various agencies just through the Internet. Forget space. Right. Uh, we've heard can... about power substations and attacks to power substations. You know, the potential of. Um, and you just think about it. If your electricity went away. How much would that affect you? Oh, yeah, it's just it's a, a ton. Yeah, I mean, when we just, have rolling blackouts, it's well, a huge problem. Yeah, think if they can uh, get into your water system and uh, shut the water system down. How scary is that? Uh, so you know, we've got uh, people working on these things. Cities and counties and states have people making sure that you can't penetrate these things easily. I'm thinking that Donald Trump's space force is still out there working on stuff like this. So uh, maybe we'll find out more about that. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. 
The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.